Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. UK, of course, gearing up to take part in the European elections next month after it was granted that Brexit extension that runs through until Halloween. The Prime Minister had initially uh, said that uh, taking part in elections was uh, something that uh, absolutely would not be happening, but it's becoming more and more like as if it may be happening. Technically, they could still avoid it. Let me speak to Eamon Malley. Eamon, good morning. Good morning, Eamon. Let me see. Don't have Eamon on that line. Let's see if we can get him on this one, where I'm sure he'll be able to loudly and clearly uh, hear us. Uh, Good morning, Eamon. I'm right here. Good man. You're the man I need. You're on the end of the line. Uh, What do you make of the current situation, Eamon? How do you see it playing out? Well, short of some miracle of a deal between Labour and uh, the Conservative Party, very, very quickly, it looks as if we are heading headed for European elections. Now, this is against the grain in many ways. Uh, everybody thought, at least uh, Mrs. May had told us over and over again, there would be no European elections. Everything would be resolved prior to that. So I think this is going to be a bit of a printer's harvest now because um, the, the, the demands on printers will be immense and the, the machines will be sort of really speeding up in coming days. I was, I was listening last night and I'm watching uh, one printer whose big problem at this com- moment in time uh, is a question of resources, having the necessary paper, all of those things ready for posters, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, I think people have been jumped here somewhat. It's interesting that there's always a bounce for someone, no matter what the crisis happens to be. Do you imagine that whenever these European elections do come around, that it'll be the same runners and riders, same people getting elected? Or could you see maybe a very low turnout and some sort of reflection on how society feels? Or maybe a massive turnout and people deciding that they're going to protest one way or other? Will will excitement mount for this or are people going to say, for goodness sake? Well, I know that in the democratic union of circles, uh, there's genuine concern that that people simply might not come out. I, I don't know whether this election is going to be seen necessarily in the light of other elections. Uh, assembly elections, etc., as uh, Westminster elections, as green and orange as such. I'm not sure that people are going to think uh, think that way. It's a very difficult one for so many people, for the farming community, for people in community, for people in business, etc., because uh, voting for people to to leave Europe in many ways is almost voting for your own death sentence. Into if you're a farmer, 
I mean, I do know now there are a lot of Patterson farmers, uh, dairy farmers who ship the milk every single week uh, to Cavan. Now, they are panicking. Uh, they are panicking. Uh, uh, retail is slowing down. There are so many manifestations of indecision in the market here. I, I, I was discussing this with, with people in the property world yesterday. I've been speaking to um, uh, contacts within the farming community. And even in the Republic of Ireland, uh, where you think there'll be considerable stability now, with Europe standing 1,000% behind Labour Radcliffe, there is, the reports emanating now are demonstrating indecision in industry at a lot of levels because of the overall uncertainty of where things are going. I'm just looking at the numbers in relation to the MEPs. If you were in a quiz, you probably, you would be able to answer it, I'm sure, Eamon, but a lot of people probably wouldn't. They wouldn't know that there are 751 MEPs. That's a lot of people. Uh, they're elected, of course, and a lot of it, it depends on the population of the country, on how many MEPs you have. The UK actually has 73 MEPs. Uh, we, we, on, we only get three ourselves. Yes, and, and the thing about it is, um, the Republic of Ireland, for example, they were hoping to get two extra uh, had uh, the UK dropped out. But now, if the UK are fighting the elections, that changes again. Uh, we've had consistently, going right back to 1979, three MPs. Of course, in the early days, you had big figures like John Hume and Paisley dominating, and, to, and John Taylor to a, less, a lesser extent. And uh, so in, in, in more recent times, Diane Dodds, or uh, Martina Anderson topped the poll, but Diane Dodds, then, as, as the DUP candidate, polled a couple, 20 or 30,000 less and ended up then with, a, with a, a, a larger overall figure. But uh, it'll be a bit of a dogfight. And if we have people like Naomi Long entering the equation, Naomi Long will definitely do damage somewhere along the way. Uh, she will pick up votes. She will get, people will vote and people will come out and vote because she is in the running, I think, right across the board. People who wouldn't normally maybe vote, they'll vote for her or people who might have traditionally voted for the SDLP because there's so much confusion within the SDLP now. And Mark Durkin made the jump to be a Fine Gael candidate in Dublin. Uh, maybe, maybe that was premature. Maybe if, if we were here now, he might be the Euro candidate and maybe an appropriate Euro candidate. He would still have considerable uh, attraction, I think, in the community. So it's going to be a fascinating election. Diane Dodds, uh, she, yes, she wants to run again. Um, Jim Nicholson is in a quandary. Uh, there's a bit of ambiguity. Uh, his party leader was a little ambiguous, one thought. And Jim himself in, in, in some interviews he's done recently, implied uh, some ambiguity. Now, he's 74 now. Whether he thinks he's had enough, I don't know. But it, it's challenging another election, the campaign, all of that. But will the turnout be low? Certainly some Democrat, Democratic sources are saying they would be worried that the people may not turn out. The election is incongruous. Uh, you have people uh, in the Democratic Union Party who uh, hold up uh, Europe have derision for Europe, and, and they're fighting to be in Europe. Now, uh, should they logically, uh, morally, uh, uh, get elected and not take salaries? Well, 
I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, I'm only challenging. It's almost, it could easily be a parallel to the Sinn Féin situation. Westminster, is that, is that the course of, is that the direction of travel it will take? No, just on the salaries element, Eamon, I read an article when Mark Durkin was putting his name forward to be the Fine Gael candidate, and it was basically about why he would be interested in doing it. And obviously, he's a political animal and he wants to be involved. This is what he sees as, as his future. But it went on then to analyse what a term in the European Parliament can mean financially to someone who is elected. And if you serve a full term in the European Parliament, taking into it expenses, taking into it uh, payments that you'd be getting for salary, taking into it uh, other uh, methods of income that would arise as a result of you being such a high-profile figure, it is a £1 million reward to serve for a term in the European Parliament. It, it, it has always been traditionally viewed as the sort of honey pot, you know. And then the rules and st- uh, regulations were brought in. If you were at Westminster, then you had to take a reduced salary there, etc., etc. Similarly, in, in the Assembly, it, it, it's certainly, certainly uh, the most lucrative end of the market. And uh, I, the, the system is well, well, well rehearsed. Um, so it, it's an attractive uh, level of income. There's no doubt about it. And it's it's sort of it's odd though if you don't want to be in Europe. Um, Northern Ireland has done very well out of the EU, very very well. Peace two three etc. And uh, Diane, it's, not, it's no time since Diane was was telling everybody she be she be working day and night for for the latest tranche of peace money. You know now uh, will these people still pursue and have the begging bowl out for European money? These people who want to leave. The, the EU. These are contradictions, and how will these sort of contradictions uh, work in the minds? Of- the question is, how will it work in the minds of whoever Eamon was about to make a reference to, because his line has just gone down. Just double checking to see if indeed it's still up to finish the sentence. Are you still there, Eamon? Yes, I am. Okay, just I, finish I, the I, sentence. Working in the minds of. Yeah, of the population, of the community. How, how is the population going to respond to the negatives, to the ambiguities, to the line of confusion uh, within, the, within the politicians, you know? And it, it, it's an imponderable, it, it's an interesting election, an imponderable, but the clock starts now, I suspect, and you will have people on your doorstep uh, engaging in local government elections and your election canvassing from now on. Our street the other day, there was, there was an Alliance Party army outside our door the other day. I suppose we, we'll have loads and loads of people now pounding the streets and knocking our doors in the coming days. Okay, Eamon, thank you very much indeed. The armies from all those parties are on the march. Uh, I want to speak to Alex Kane, uh, who's available for a conversation as well. Um, this is Friday morning on the U105 phone-in. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Frank. How are you? This um, lovely sunny day. It is a lovely sunny day. And even painting a picture there of us all getting our doors well and truly knocked, whether it be as a result of people who want to get onto the council or individuals who want to represent us at the European Parliament. You can buy wee cards, I think, in the likes of these pound shops and you put them on your gate. No canvassing here um, I think there, there might be a suggestion that people would be taking those steps we could be very fed up with politicians sorry let me rephrase that we could be even more fed up with politicians uh, by the end of May 
Yeah, well, there's good to say, yes, we, we could be. Interestingly, though, on this one, Frank, I think it's, certainly the local government one might be slightly different. In terms of the European one, I, I have heard more interest, you know, in, in the whole Brexit stuff in the past three years and on any political subject in my life, even more than the Good Friday Agreement. Just, you know, people just stop in the likes of me, journalists and commentators, to ask us, people just in pubs, conferences, even just ordinary dinner table conferences, the number of events that have been organised, schools, kids, so many people talking about it, Frank. So there is, there is a genuine interest in what's going on and the people, you know, purists leave, purists remain and so on. There will be a battle there. So it may not be the sense that they want to be canvassed. They may not people want people knocking on their doors as such. And so on. But I think we, oddly enough, I think we may find that this is the European election could be quite a high turnout in Northern Ireland. It, 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 it's one or other, isn't it? Either people are going to say, I've got a message for these politicians and I'm going to get out here and vote for whoever I think is the best man or woman, or there'll be an attitude of, for goodness sake. I, I get a sense from, maybe but maybe we're quite close to it, Alex, because we're discussing it all the time. I get a sense that it'll be a large turnout if there is a European election because people are angry and people want to have a say. Whereas you also get the feedback of, for goodness sake, Frank, not Brexit again. Oh, yes, I, I, I hear all of that, Frank. And, um, I, I, but I still think, you know, maybe, maybe you're right. Sometimes in, in the world we live in, there can be a sort of bubble because we spend that's what I get paid to do is talk about this. But I just know just from the number of people who just randomly, oddly enough, this morning, I just come in from somewhere else. And the guy just came up with a forecourt. And I just came up and just said, look, sorry to... To interrupt your morning, but and they just wanted to talk about what was happening. Would there be a European election? Would this be happening? Would that be happening? And so, but I think it's another thing we need to bear in mind, both with this, the European election, Frank, and the local government election. I think both Sinn Fein and the DUP, uh, they won't ever say it as such, but I think this is will be a, a dry run, if you like, almost for a border poll, because the, the the unionists will want to say, the DUP will be wanting to say, look. You know, the unionist vote has gone up. It's maximized. So forget all this talk about uh, the need for a border poll. You know, if there was one, look at these figures, you would lose. They want to see they they haven't been comfortably above 50% for quite a while. Like they'll want to push 3 4 5%. They will make this, you know, this is not just about Brexit. It's not about local government. This is about the unions, about our future. We're two years away from the centenary of Northern Ireland. That's what it's going to be. And equally, Sinn Féin will lead it, but... Broader nationalism, who are very unhappy with the DUP, will buy into it. Look, if we're ever going to get the United Ireland, if we're ever going to get the border poll, we have to show that our vote is rising, constantly rising. So I think, in essence, Frank, that's what this this election, it, it, it will be pure numbers game. And that, too, I think will feed into a, a much larger turnout than where... I could be entirely wrong in this, but I just have this feeling, Frank, that there are people on the border issue, on the constitutional issue, on the Brexit issue... They want to say something, maybe not directly to politicians, they, but they just, there's something they want to say. They want to get it off their chest. They want to get it out there. So I just think that this is going to be a great interest in these two elections. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the border poll. Everything we're learning about smooth transitions and uh, orderly exits. <laughs> Can you imagine how difficult the transition would be and how disorderly the exit would be if there was a vote for a United Ireland? Oh, well, just... <laughs> Which, which is why, of course, the, the DUP in particular do not want that in the present circumstances. I mean, I think Peter Robinson, I think it was last year, in his, his first speech as Queen's Professor of Honorary Professor of Peace Studies or something like that, 
he said, you know, you, this couldn't be done. You know, even if, even, even if there was a vote for United Ireland, it would take years because both governments said they would facilitate the outcome. But my goodness, Frank, that would be a long, long, long. You think Brexit is a long drawn out? A border poll one would be. But that's what's in people's mind. The fact that uh, I've heard unionists on all sides from all parties, TUV, DUP, PUP, all of them sort of say, you know, the real issue here, Alex, is maximising our vote. We have to find a way of sending that message. I'll say the same with nationalism. Because look at it, you know, the 32-county conference in, in the waterfront, Sinn Féin, the SCP, some of the stuff Varadka has said. This is the debate now. And, you know, when, it's, when the count's over, it won't be, oh, remain or leave. When the count's over for local government, it won't be, oh, which council's going to be better. This will be how many unionists voted, how many nationals voted, and what does that say in terms of the constitutional question? But, yeah, I think that that is that pre-eclipses, dominates every other issue, Frank, in, in a way that never has them. People always say in Northern Ireland, oh, it's always about the border or it's always about the constitution. In my lifetime, I have never seen it. Uh, at the level it, 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 it is at right now. And I think, again, that's what will, will feed in to the uh, turnout and to the debate. Do you know, Alex, people will be coming up to you in petrol forecourts for some time to come. Thanks for speaking to us this morning. Thank you. Right. Take uh, care. Bye. Bye. Alex Kane, political commentator on the U105 phone-in. U105. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 